Welcome back to the Intuitive Mindset Podcast with Jeannie Lynch, continuing the beautiful work of spiritual stories worth sharing, bringing in another guest today and a beautiful interview. Episode number 16. So here's a big question today, and now's the time to be asking it, right? What is going on in the world right now, energetically? Do you remember years ago when they talked about the Mayan calendar, 2012? The calendar was going to end, therefore the world was going to end? Well, what would you do if I told you, in a way, it did? And what would you also do if I told you we were in the seven years of mayhem? Doesn't that sound about right right now? Well, guess what? It's also the time that we established Heaven on Earth. And Joy Peterson is going to be sharing that today, that whole journey, that understanding, that experience, that interview is coming up next on today's podcast. Stay listening. Jeannie Lynch coming back to you today. Welcome back to Spiritual Stories Worth Sharing. And I'm going to double back to an old playlist called Spiritual Modalities for a Spiritual Life. My next guest truly does fit into both categories. So let's just set up today's video and look at where we are in the world today. So take a deep breath and get your wrap your mind around that. If I had told you a year ago that this is where we would be with the whole coronavirus and social distancing and isolation, right? If I have even thought about this as a possible outcome for 2020, you would have all thought I was crazy, right? So, but here we are. So we we're hearing so much in the spiritual world right now um, and through the news and fear and love and fear and the contrast between those two energies right now that we are in the shift. And as we've uncovered in other videos on my channel, right, the shift is just this awareness and consciousness. So what a beautiful layup to my next guest. So let me go back a little bit in time. Um, two weeks before the world imploded with um, social distancing and the coronavirus and uh, us being shut down, um, this woman came into my office and we were just really meeting through a connection and understanding that we were both healers and both in the community and both trying to make a difference and so on. So it made sense that we would meet. Well, she told me in that first initial meeting that there was a huge transition that was about to take place and she had been receiving information on this beautiful transition and this but it would be like nothing we ever have experienced before and we were going to be doing things in a whole new way. Well, I remembered her saying it and me thinking like, you know, the Mayan calendar is going to end and, you know, that, that kind of energy. But let me just tell you that two weeks later, I was sitting with her at an event and that was the day. So I had to call her to come back in and Dr. Joe Peterson is coming in today and we're going to talk and we're going to share her beautiful modality but also spiritual story we're sharing and we're going to talk about this amazing concept. Are you ready? Heaven on earth. Hmm. Wondering what that is? You know what you got to do. Stay listening. That beautiful interview, that information is coming up next.
Hey, thanks for staying clicked in. Just going to do a beautiful setup and tell you a little bit more about my guest coming in today before she comes in and this switches over to an interview. Are you ready? So Dr. Joy Peterson, I didn't, what I'd like to share with you is that years ago, she was actually working in Hollywood in the inter entertainment industry. And she was teaching people back then the law of attraction and you know, opening up that door to uncovering that a lot of people in that industry were blocked. And so she was helping them work through those blocks. Well, that kind of begat her healing practice. Well, as life moved on and she was doing her spiritual practice, she had a little, let's just say a big visit from a very powerful angel, um, Michael. Perhaps you've heard of that angel before. And her, she started working um, directly with him. And you hear this so often with people who channel the light, right? They have different guides that can come in and they can you know, ask for the ascended masters or call on the different angels that do different things. And we all know Michael, right? He's the keeper of safety. So at this time, um, Michael showed up and they were gonna write a book together. In fact, the name of the book is called The Wisdom of the Guardian. So that process started back in 2004. Well, 2011, she published her book and really started exclusively working with Michael. And I'm about to share with you this beautiful idea of heaven on earth. And it's really just shedding the dark working towards the light and towards consciousness, which is really everything that's about the shift, right? So that's the setup to my beautiful friend. And I'm really excited to have a beautiful conversation with her and give you an opportunity to just dive in to, you know, another way, another door opening for, especially for now with where we are in the world, right? You have nothing to lose except to expand your mind a little bit. Are you open for that? Let's do it. That interview is coming up next. Hey, Joy, Dr. Joy, I'm so happy that you're here today and that you're taking the time, this beautiful time to talk about all the things that are going on in the world and share your beautiful spiritual story we're sharing. So I really do appreciate you and the audience today. So whether people are listening to this on the Intuitive Mindset podcast or following it on our YouTube channels, we truly do appreciate the audience, right? So Joy, I was hoping, you know, I've already introduced you online. I was hoping that maybe you could just tell a little bit about kind of how you got into what you're going to talk about today and what was going on in your life so that we can open up that door to this beautiful spiritual story we're sharing. Well, thank, first of all, thank you for having me. And I've been on a spiritual journey since I was a little kid. So it's just been an evolution ever since then. And, but in 2004, Archangel Michael appeared before me asking me to join him in a healing practice and to write his book, which was Wisdom of the Guardian. And yes, <laughs> and it changed my life. And then fortunately I've been able to change many other people's lives by identifying the cause of their specific challenges and helping set them free. Can you stop there too? Because I think a lot of people listening are like, the hook is Michael, right? The keeper of safety right now and the protector of all. What is it like when you were, you were already working with people spiritually and, and you felt this presence of this angel come? 
let my audience know just how that experience and what that feels like. So in case other people, because does Michael just work with you or can he, does he work with many people? Does he work with everybody? Well, at the time he came to me, I didn't know it was him, but every Wednesday night I'd hear a booming voice. You're going to find out who you are soon, which was very disconcerting. And then months later, he appeared in front of me announcing who he was and also telling me that I was him incarnate. So it was him actually working through my body to help clear the cause of the darkness on the planet. That's um that's a that's a very big job. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I'm glad he chose you. Well, we're going to get more into that today too and I really want to find more out about that. So what was going on was you were already working with people, helping people heal. And then Michael showed up, asked you to write a book with him, and all that started. So you just started paying attention and doing that work? Well, I, I was really doing the, the spiritual healing on my, myself and anything that I would see in the world. Like, for example, when Desert Storm was um, in play, I was clearing the cause of that. And I could read past lives. So I, like, for example, I could see in that war, there were a lot of remnants in that war that started at the time of Alexander the Great. That's how long energy can last. So I worked on that every day, but when Michael came, it was really shifting it more to a actual healing practice. Up until that point, I was just doing it really for myself, some people close to me and um, stories that would appear in the, in the world. So that fits in with how did this change your life? So you went from healing self to healing others. So how did people find you back then? Was it just people you were working with or did you start a business or how did you do that? Actually, I was running a business network. Okay. Both men came to the, the network and I'm thinking to myself, how do I go and tell these people I talk to angels? And I didn't even want to publish Michael's book at the time because I was kind of closeted as far as my views and the ability to speak to the other side. So finally, when I got up the nerve and really getting up the nerve was clearing my own past lives of persecution first, Got it. then I could talk about it. So I, I remember that first time I went to the business network and I said, um, I have an announcement to make. And I was so nervous. And I, I, I said, you know, I talked to angels. This is what happened. This is how I'm going to transition my work. And I thought no one was going to come back. And three men hired me. I love that. Yeah, I was, I was shocked because they, everybody says, oh, it's all women that, that do this. But my practice is, is half men. So yeah, no, it, it, it was great. And, um, they might not have somebody to really talk to or um, get the help they're looking for. My work is, is non-denominational. There's, there's not a religious component to it other than if someone wants to clear a religious limitation that they've experienced from whatever religion they've grown up in. So other than that, um, it's non-religious and What's great about that is it just attracts people who have a particular need that they want to address and release. I love that. So the, how did you navigate through that process? So basically you started working with other people and are you still in California at this point? 
No, I moved, I'm from New Jersey originally. Okay, enjoy that. Um, when you think about, we're gonna open up this beautiful conversation and put it in the hook, you know, heaven on earth. Is it too soon to open up that door? Cause I'm really excited to, because that kind of begat this other huge thing that is in your life. So can we swing open the door of heaven on earth? Sure. Over the years in working with Michael, I noticed that they would send me on missions or I would be brought clients specific to certain stories. Many of those stories actually occurred in the Bible or were written about in the Bible and I had to clear those. So uh, in 2020, 2012, you know, that big pivotal year that everybody was anticipating. The Mayan calendar, all that, yeah. I literally was sent to LA and, and spent months out there. And at the time I was introduced to the man who carried the soul of Lucifer. Okay. And I had to deliver a letter from God asking him to return to the light. And part of that whole thing was really helping him return to the return to the light and a lot of his followers who were also many of which are fallen angels. Okay. So I thought after 20, or 2012 that my job was kind of over. We, there was a, a day that we had to um, sort of write the last chapter of the Book of Life before the last chapter was closed at 12, 12, 12, at 12, 12. <laughs> wow, okay. and, and my watch didn't even, my, I've never been able to get my watch going again after that. but. There's another book of life that's already been created and people have already been written in that who are really were supposed to move, move into this new age. But I went home for Christmas thinking that, okay, my job is done. But then closer to Holy Week in 2013, I had to clear stories like martyrdom, uh, oppression, the story of Adam and Eve, the crucifixion of Jesus, the serpent energy. We were given a new tree of life and Michael asked one particular couple if they would join me on that Saturday, which uh, we were going to do a ceremony and did a toast aligned with the divine within your own heart to access all their. And when I left that, Michael said, today is the first day of heaven on earth. And I saw massive streams of light coming down. So that was the that was the opening, but it wasn't until after that that the time of tribulation started on August 29th, also at noon, and we would have what was predicted about seven years of of mayhem. Is that what and we're in right now? We are in the middle of that right now, and the end of that, however, is dependent on humanity and their choices. So this time uh, this time is only going to be difficult for those who are not aligned with with divinity within. I just have to interject too because it lines up. I'm so involved and in listening to a lot of work on the um the work of Ra, the law of one. You know, Dolores Cannon and all her work of past right. life and you know in channeling these stories and so I'm fascinated by this whole idea of the shift and what you're saying and what I'm hearing. So please tell me if I'm hearing it correctly, that when you say it's all dependent on us, 
it's the collective consciousness understanding that there is the more positive way that not the not the separation but the oneness of all which is god right and that that's what, what what's the expression you know we're only as slow as the slowest person in the line or we're you know we're only ahead so is that what we're talking about consciousness we're talking about consciousness even when you were talking about thinking before humanity has been trained to think and they're they've overused their thinking brains because that is only based on what happens in the past yes it's only from memory what they've been shown so if you go into your heart the heart mind connects to source and all that is and it's much more expansive so when someone lives from their heart and connected to source within they can access all there is the problem is that people have been trained to go outside of themselves and they give their power away mm -hmm. to those that speak the loudest those that sound like they know what they're talking about now someone may be speaking loudly and be truthful and it's appropriate to follow them or listen but you always want to go in and check with source within your own heart first to discern is this correct do i follow them so this particular period of time is is giving people the opportunity to go within and start reconnecting with source Got it. and that's the pivotal thing now literally the shift occurred on a spiritual level on march 22nd between like 12 and one o'clock this year this year okay so there was literally like a switch it reminded me it reminded me somewhat, you know, if you're at the stock exchange and you know they're going to open the exchange, you know, it sort of was the kind of like that. Yeah. But it happened on the spiritual level. And then God said, you know, it'll be easier for flow and more miracles to occur now, which is the good news. The challenge is cellular memory is so programmed that we're dealing with people having to overcome the limiting beliefs and the fears they've been programmed with now darkness was running the planet 75 percent of the planet was run by darkness before i started this work got it the dark darkness isn't really running the show anymore but people are still operating in the dark because they haven't learned any different so what you're saying is we're slow to move and because of ego and our body and our fear and i love that point you're making too they're saying right now there's the most distance between love and fear and we're vacillating very quickly between the two like we go <laughs> into the grocery store we're living in fear and home where we're safe you know so um it's happening so rapid right now do you agree yes yeah yes. so we're, we're on our way so the the next question then would be and we're just following this process so we can learn everything about this what did this teach you about yourself and then how do you offer that out to others right now one of the things that god told me to teach uh, two and a half years ago was surrender most people don't know how to surrender and when you can be totally surrendered you're, you're like on the conveyor belt of life and it's not an easy concept to learn um ego definitely gets in the way and any unhealed emotion can get in the way and i found though the more you learn how to surrender the easier life becomes so for me it's 
it's been a, my own practice of surrender. Now God wants to teach how to connect with him so everybody can get their own answers. Love it. The challenge I find is how to teach it effectively because not everybody even knows how to get from their head into their heart. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's a fine line between surrender and giving up, right? Right. So with the law of attraction, we always talk about following the, you know, following it downstream, not upstream, you know? So that whole idea of letting go and trusting, right? Not, not I'm, I'm going to let go because someone else has a better idea of what I should be doing right now, but that there's a bigger or better plan for me. So that type of surrender. Yes. And I, I'll use an, I'll, I'll use a graphic example because my specialty is clearing darkness. So a colleague and I were working one day and you got, we're almost like having a courtroom and you'll have demons show up and we have, we are in the position at that point to turn them to the light. So I remember one taunting me and saying that, you know, I said, he goes, he, he, something about you're very powerful. And I said, no, I'm not really powerful. I said, it's all God. And he goes, oh, your humility is what gets you in the way. You're much more powerful without that humility. And he was taunting me. And I said, you know what? I really don't have any power whatsoever. It's all God working through me. So here you've got like this big hairy monster in front of you. That's and in the next moment, we watched him melt. Just like the Wicked Witch of the East in The Wizard of Oz just melted. He couldn't believe that he was just like, disintegrating before our eyes and I realized in that moment I said wow this is so significant to surrender and it's really if you just let it let God take the reins you don't have to do anything you I just love that. how you're inspired I love that you're connecting to another energy too I've worked with people who are part of the 12-step um, program right so they're going through and there's this word in the law of attraction powerlessness right like you have no power and when i'm doing this work with people when that word shows up and they're going through that program they're like yes i'm powerlessness and i you know i'm less and i've had to stop a couple times and go well wait a minute is that a bad thing and they're like no because it's all god works through me and so it, that's what you're saying. And I love that. It's giving that power away to someone. Some, you know, we're saying it's one. It's really the greatest part of yourself. Yes. I love that. I love that. So Joy, let's get into working with you and more of this work. How does somebody come to you who can identify? I mean, you said past lives and I'm always intrigued by that. Clearing the darkness and stuff. Do people find you through these types of mediums or do you, or what's a good way to work with you? I guess is probably the best way to ask that. Well, usually people find me through word of mouth or, or some form of media, social media, et cetera. But I work over the telephone. So I have an international audience and we, we all do now anywhere. Huh? I was kidding. I said, we're all working virtually right now. Yeah, right. Everybody is. <laughs> Okay, keep going. So they find you, they can work with you right like this, like we're doing a Zoom call and- Exactly. Okay. Do you, are they, are they sessions? Do people come to you once or do they come to you repeatedly? Do they choose what you want to work on? Do you, how does it, how does it go? Well, well, usually somebody feels like they've been trying everything and whatever they're doing isn't working. So 
they're kind of open for, for the assistance. Like a lot of people come with money issues or, or they're not getting enough business or whatever. So then what, what I do is I set up usually a series and we work a half an hour every week and we're identifying the hidden causes and, and I just go sort of down a list as I'm intuiting. It's the transformation that's more challenging because it's getting into the layers of memory that are holding them back and it could be ancestral memory or karma it could be their past life memory or karma and it just for it just it's a variety of of challenges but the interesting thing is since the shift occurred yeah. my practice is changing and divinity is giving new tools and and gifts to support people and releasing their stuff in a whole new way so I anticipate my my practice even changing. I'm I'm even changing my group healing. I do once a month to a membership and we're kind of addressing everything in a new way, but I can't automatically say, okay, we're gonna do it this way because I have to sit down and ask God, okay, how do you want me to do this now? Got it. Got it. And you're saying things like to people who might not understand, you know, a download for a healing and do people have to hang up from you and then spend the next 30 days doing something that changes those beliefs for them? Or are you working intuitively healing them in that session? Or I'm, I'm intuiting what the problem is and God's doing the healing. Got it. Ooh. And it's all in divine timing. I love that. So how do people follow and become here, you know, heaven on earth? Is this like a group we belong to or is it a state of mind help me understand how to belong to this idea of heaven now it's consciousness and where they're vibrating okay. the higher someone vibrates the clearer they'll be in the information that they receive for example a lot of people can channel michael but it doesn't mean the information is going to be the same because they may be receiving information based on a particular level of chakras they're vibrating at or because their calling may be very different. Right. So the important thing is where are you vibrating are you, and really going to source directly. And again, if your crown chakra is not open, you might not be getting the same information if you're, you're getting your information out of where you're vibrating at a root shock or out of fear. I was going to say there, there's a lot of prophecy about the end of times and this is the end of times, but how they end depends on everyone's consciousness and where they're vibrating and they have a choice. Those that are going in and aligning with God within will be fine and, and skate through and those that are aligning with fear will have fearful outcomes. So, I think that's pretty much a good door opener to you into this process. I want to make sure, you know, when you knew I was going to reach out to you and we were going to do this interview and you're thinking about the things you wanted to say with where we are in the world right now, did I miss anything or right now is your opportunity to make sure it gets said? I just want to reiterate that where anyone is, is by a more choice than they realize and they have opportunity to shift everything for themselves as well as the all by aligning with divinity within their own heart and that is and surrendering to divinity will change their life faster than anything 
I love that. And that truly is your spiritual message because so those are going to be two questions in one. Phenomenal and perfect timing, right? Because so many people are in that fear-based thought right now. And I love that. So, okay. So we're going to move on. We're going to wrap up with our beautiful, fun music kicks up. We're going to do rapid fire. Are you ready for that? <laughs> okay. So you can't answer these long. They're quick one answer questions. Ready? What is your favorite spiritual book besides the one you wrote with Michael? You can probably put that right at the top. We know that's the case. But is there another book that you really would like to share with others? I can't because I always go above to get the answers. I love that. Okay. When we think about our life lessons, we all kind of seem here to be here to learn, you know, maybe we're on one course. Is there a specific course that you feel you are learning in this life? Living in each moment fully will give you the best lessons, the best awareness, and the best results. Love that. What do you love about yourself? My tenacity. Tenacity. First time hearing that in these rapid fires. I love it. What are you doing, Joy, when you're experiencing joy? I'm basically happy, but I love going to the beach. And right now, that's a challenge, so I appreciate you saying that. Um, that is what we have for our beautiful interview today. I truly do appreciate your time. So whether people are following this on the Intuitive Mindset podcast or watching it on our YouTube channels, we appreciate the audience, and I certainly do appreciate you and your time today and giving this and this opening the door to heaven on earth. I'm in. I love it. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you enjoyed today's podcast, you can find more of my content on my YouTube channel. I'm under Jeannie Lynch. I have over 225 videos out there in full HD color for you to review. All my media links are in the description. Thanks again and have a great day.